Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would I kill my own baby? To save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Big Ones with Maria Vlasucci and Amanda Lund. This is the big ones. <laughs> you go, girl. Each week we ask a new ethical question ranging from historical decisions to relationship dilemmas to brain-busting moral choices. This week we have a very, very special guest. Yeah, and one of the biggest big ones to date. Yeah. Even though this is only our second episode. Yeah. Hmm. Please welcome to the studio. You've seen her oh. in Wild Horses. You've seen her on the court in Pistol Shrimps. You've seen her in One Mississippi, the Amazon hit show. Oh, and um, also uh, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> What's that big one you did lately? Oh, Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about your podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> it's Stephanie Allen. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Wow. What's... What's going on, Steph? Not too much. Pretty much just this. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, so I moved. Oh, that's great. That's what's going on. I actually was thinking about, well, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can think of a little one. Or, you know. Oh, yeah. So at the beginning, so what we like to do at the beginning is check in to see if anyone has any little big ones, which are little moral dilemmas or little questions we may have had during the week. And so we asked before we started recording if Stephanie had one and she said, no, everything went perfect. But, <laughs> but then I just had this thought when I said that we moved where I was thinking, you know, and this has this I've been thinking about this a lot in the past years, but people that give you art. Oh, Ooh. and it's like, you know, they're going to come over to your house mm. and you know, it's and it's so big that you can't hide it. So have people given you enough art where that's a what yeah. level of art? Like art I'm, they've done? I've art they've done art. They've found, you know, they've seen they bought pictures. That's bold to buy someone else a piece of art. I've. Think. I was realizing, well, when I was getting, the first time I got it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And this guy was like, and look at their faces and look how amazing it looks. And and I was kind of like, that's interesting. This speaks to you so much. It doesn't totally right. speak to me. Was it just, um, was it an oil? Was it a sketch? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was an oil. It was an oil. Again, wow. And it was a modern painting or? Yeah, that he just saw. And it was... 
I'm I'm really thinking there's no way he's gonna listen to this, but whatever. It was I'm trying not to totally describe I'm it. Right. Just in case. Right. I mean, but it's not that you don't like it. It just it's just that it doesn't speak it to didn't, you. Yeah, but the way he talked about it was right. like look at their faces. It's like saying to someone, it's like if I were to go to someone, oh my god, Harriet the Spy is my favorite movie because it really is. And going That's your number one movie? It's in my top five. It shaped me a lot. <laughs> in a a dangerous way but if i was to like give someone the poster and be like yeah here and someone would be like that's great like i appreciate that you love that movie so much but what about it would make you think that i would ever have the same emotional connection to it as you did right but also it's like wall space is precious that's how i feel (laughs) yeah and so like when you're crafting your home and like deciding like you have what four walls not even like three walls per room sometimes i only have three walls where are your walls where's your fourth wall well sometimes walls have windows sometimes walls have a bookshelf like not you don't have just all this wall space (laughs) to hang everything and there's some things that are really sweet that people give you that are kind of gimmicky or silly pieces of art um, that are novelty right and not necessarily okay so i have a funny story about this so when my grandpa bob went to egypt this was a long time ago he brought back all these like um painted like hand painted egyptian they're like not scrolls they're like kind of on some sort of like um like paper like unprocessed paper um but they were like really grossly racist <laughs> okay <laughs> and what they wait depicted. what was on them i'm no no i'm not say. saying what's on but like what were they, were they paintings of people and basically okay i'm gonna say what it is and just know like this is just, just horrible it, yeah yeah can i should i say it yeah okay so it was like a line of like white pharaohs having their penises washed by slaves <laughs> Well, but no pharaohs were white. I don't know. They were. (laughs) That's what this depicted. Oh, my God. So it went right into our closet in our hallway but every time my grandpa would come over which wasn't he a bought lot, it he bought it and, and gifted it out to all of his children wait like w- what was his feeling about it like he isn't this it, funny or no, he thought it was uh, very like like art. important indigenous art and so we would hide it and then he came <laughs> over maybe twice growing up and we'd have to put it up wow what did you get down <laughs> to put it up with like some a clock? like 90s like like uh, still life. Oh, <laughs> it is. You know, it is a gift. Gift giving to people is a is. I don't like things stacking up. I don't like things like building up. I have a big problem with greeting cards. Uh huh. Because I appreciate it. I appreciate the thought, of course, but I feel horrible throwing out a greeting yeah. card. Yes, I know. Like a happy birthday card. And so they pile up in like a box in my closet. And it's just like, why? Why do I need this? Because I can't open one and then just put it in the trash. I I know, yeah. but you have to, right? I guess. That's what I'm learning now. But stuff like that where it's like you're just adding things into your li- life. Just things that are the best of intentions from people. Gifts. Well, that's like even moving. It's like I threw away all this stuff and I didn't. I was like, God, this feels amazing. Mm -hmm. But then it's like if this person were dead, I'd be like, oh, I better keep it. Right. Uh, Also, I'm always so (laughs) throwing. (laughs) 
Growing up, I was always so mad at my mom. I was like, where are all your cool clothes from the, you know, 70s and 80s? I want them. But she didn't keep any of them. Oh, and wow. so I'm always like, oh, I should keep all my clothes for my future daughter. But honestly, I, I have barely any closet space. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought of a good tv show idea future daughter and it's a girl in her 20s who gets visited by her future daughter and then they have to go like a future her future daughter from when she's like 43 Ooh, and they become best friends yeah see i saw the version where it was like called future daughter and it was somebody in their late 60s who was never going to have a daughter was never going to get married and just hoarding (laughs) <laughs> everything for her future daughter oh my god one day the technology might exist to let that woman have a child that's true mm-hmm. it's a she can story. always adopt i mean she could all she has lots of options i don't it's, think they'd give oh how old is she in her 60s, 60s. In her late yeah. 60s yeah she should be able to adopt she, she should yeah well, <laughs> it's the future well i think that brings us to um from the little one to the big one yeah. All right. So now it's time for the big one. So this is a question Stephanie has not heard yet. That's right. So I'll go ahead and read it. Yeah. If that's okay. You are at your best friend's wedding. It's just an hour before the ceremony is about to start. When you come across definitive proof that your best friend's soon to be spouse is having an affair, do you tell your best friend and stop the wedding? Or do you wait? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's set the scene a little bit. So there's this wedding going on. And you're a bride. So we're we're all going to play the role of bridesmaids at this wedding. Yeah. So this is our best friend. Our best friend, Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin. Kate and her... Middle name is Lynn, but she goes by Kate Lynn. <laughs> and uh, she's getting married in Cape Cod. It's a very beautiful. This is a very rich affair. This has been money has been put into this. There's hundreds of family members, and the ceremony is going to start in an hour. And it's beautiful. They have a string quartet. They have beautiful, yeah, decorations. And so what do we come across? We come across her. I mean, I don't think we need to know all the facts. It's just I don't think that you walk in on him in the middle of an affair. I think it's some well, what's this evidence evident? because it says that it's definitive evidence. But what is that definitive? Ev- I don't think we don't know for sure. But it's it's whether or not you've had suspicions or about this guy before or not. Daryl there. Yeah, <laughs> there, it is definitive evidence. Like there's no way to misconstrue it. Dare middle name ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dare ill and Caitlin. So off the bat, does anyone have. Is anyone feel strongly one way or the other what they would do? I love drama. <laughs> you don't seem like the type of person I know. who loves drama. I love being the bearer. You, you would oh, you like I love being the bearer of bad news. It's the, <laughs> it's one of the sickest parts of my personality. You do I, I did not know this oh, about yeah, you. I love it. Actually, I think that this is starting to make sense a little bit. <laughs> I when I can bring something to someone's attention that is going to change the way their face looks. It's really uh, <laughs> thrilling for me. 
So what, you would run to her and tell her? No, 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 I'm not saying that. But I would be so, I my first reaction would be like, oh my God, I... You'd I, be happy? No, no, no. But I'd be like, I have to tell her because it's something to talk about. You know what I think it stems from not having much to talk about otherwise? <laughs> that when something like that happens, it's like, let's dish. You know what I'm afraid you would do, Maria, is tell everyone else except for the bride. I'd tell one person. I know that. So if I... But who it, would you tell the one person that's like going to tell everyone? No, no, no. I would, but I would, I would take a friend aside, maybe one of you two, because you guys are bridesmaids too. And I'd say, I'd say this just happened. Let's figure this out together. Yeah. Like in my mind, it's that you kind of, you found an email or something, you know, because if it was something so emotional that you walked in on him with another woman, I I think I would like run screaming down the hall. But, (laughs) right. (laughs) But if it's something, you know, you find this proof, I... I think I would keep my mouth totally shut forever, never to speak another word. I I don't think forever. I think, God, but that would be so hard to break the news to your friend after the wedding. And then you, you know, she, God, now I'm kind of thinking, it's giving me goosebumps to think about (laughs) having to say, I knew this before you guys got married, but maybe you would just white lie about that. It's, I know someone, this is so awful, but I know someone, these people are not close. It's not my best friend. These aren't like friends of mine and I, people I know. And I know, and he's been with this girl and they live together and they seem very happy and they seem very in love and they're very committed. And I know he cheated on her. Like I know he got really drunk one night and cheated on her. And I've always like anytime I see them, I'm like, oh God, I know, I know that you could bring them down. You don't think she knows? You- well, that uh, my feeling is, I'm like, I can't be the one, and I don't, I didn't right. witness it. I, I just know this happened, and I'm like, I, I don't know how to just present that information to people where I'm not totally in their life, right? right. But I'm still like, I, I'll occasionally see them and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, do you kind of sit your friend down and are like, what's our our guy's name? Dare Ill. Do you really <laughs> love Dare Ill? Are you sure about this? And she's like 100% in. What but if, see, if I'm her, I would want to know on my wedding day. You would? See, I think I wouldn't because that humiliation of like all the guests are there. I would want to I would want to know, but I would still probably go through with the wedding. Yes, but with hate in your heart. Just because I would I would go through with the wedding, give everyone that came out and everything an awesome party because I'm not going to it's not going to be like, well no, it's not, but then a week later I'd I'd throw him on I'd throw Daryl under the bus. See if I found that out at my wedding. I would make it public to everyone. Ooh, yeah. In your vows or something. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't even get that far. I would go up in front of everybody and make us. I would say this happened when this isn't happening. Oh, you know, because that's almost when win in the way of like you're publicly shaming Daryl as well. Yeah, like I'd be like, this is. 
But then he goes, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you kidding me right well, now? I think I, that comes down to the proof. But then you're... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what proof do we have? The, you're in the position of, do you... If you're the bride, do you believe you're maid of honor or you do, do you exactly. believe your husband? The proof is definitive, but what if it's something that you can't show her? Like right. it's not... It's something you overheard, so it's hearsay. I think that's kind of what it is to make it more... If it's hearsay, I'm not telling her. Not here's you something you heard, so it's your word against his. Right, but what did I hear? Because if I'm not definitive, if I saw like an email being like, hey, baby, I'll be there at six or something, and I didn't know, and I was like, who's Janine? Like, who's he talking oh, so about? So yeah, it's an, it can be that. It's an email. It's definitive he's having an affair. It's like, I'm going to come over there and bleep your bleep okay but the, using the real words but then you know he's, you check back five minutes later and he's deleted the email wiped all trace okay so there's nothing you can show the bride right. i don't know this is just one scenario no but no no this is whatever it is it's definitive proof but do you let i mean a wedding is such it's, it's would be so, so hard to break someone's heart i think I think what I would do, and I don't know if this is right, but I would not tell her. And then after the honeymoon, <laughs> I would, judging you right now. <laughs> <laughs> after the honeymoon, I would say after the honeymoon, I would confront Daryl and I would say, you need to tell her or I am. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then I would. Would I, you do that before the wedding? Maybe. No, because I don't. Everyone's there. Sorry, they have to get married. Everyone's there. <laughs> okay, people. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. People That's have flown out. That's the thing. Like, it's going to be. It, see, okay, so for me, it's like propriety calls to not make this a huge thing. If everyone is there together, all, they're all going to be gossiping. If this, if someone comes out and it's like the wedding has been called off, it's going to cause a huge, humiliating scene that I think is wrong. And- Unless you create a scene. Yes. Okay. But wouldn't that be even more fun if it was like, okay, so so none of this is fun. See, that's the thing is like, if I was at a wedding and this happened, I'd be like, wow. Yeah. And then the party would go on. The thing is, if I was the bride, so I'm taking the place of the bride now. So, like, say you told me, which I would probably want to know, I'd go out to everyone and I'd go, I'd have everyone there for the ceremony. It would be like they were waiting for things to start. And I'd go, dare ill did that so and so we are not getting married and i'd shame him to the point where like the drummer was going like you know like in the and so i'd be having i'd be i'd be on fire if you were able to do that you would be a crazy person who didn't want to get married in the first place because you would be so devastated no no no. that's where the comedy would come from the devastation i'd be sobbing yet tearing him apart in front of all of my family and friends and it would be liberating but that's the thing is like I feel like there's two types of weddings too. It's like there's people that are like, you know, we've been together for this long. You better propose. Right. We are like getting yeah. married. And I feel like that person might have a different response to the person that's like, I'm genuinely in love right. and this is a celebration of love. And then they hear the person cheating on them and you know they're like, well, you can go fuck yourself and I don't care about any of these people. Right. And the person that's like, you better marry me, finds out that they're 
cheating and they're like, I'll deal with that later. I want my wedding. Right. right. Yes. Right. I think it, of course, would dep- depend on the personality of the bride as well. Like, if are they kind of on the rocks? Should the wedding maybe not be happening in the first place? But then it's like, well, what's the point in even telling her? Just let her go through with it. They're going right. to be divorced in six months anyway. <laughs> right. I think it's, I think it's the kind of person... I think that everything seemed like smooth sailing for like when they were like they had their ups and downs, of course, genuine. but it seemed like genuine love. Yeah, we're happy for them. We're very happy for them. And coming across this is kind of like a whoa, whoa. Like there was never a doubt in our minds that he was ever like not faithful yeah. to her. So I'm thinking like putting myself in this scenario, like I recently got married and if like I was, you know, the day of the wedding, you're on like this kind of in this strange state of mind. So you're both like your nervous system is high. And so but you're also kind of in it's almost like, I mean, this is going to sound silly, but you're at war. Like you have a lot of <laughs> you have a lot of adrenaline pumping through your veins. <laughs> I'm so sure it's just like storming the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting married today. Same vibe. <laughs> So I'm just imagining Maria was one of my bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. If Maria had sauntered up to me and said, hey, Amanda, I need to talk to you for a second. First of all, I think I would have been like, can you just talk to one of the other bridesmaids? Because I'm trying to focus on my vows. And so if you had said, like, I just found an email on Matt's laptop, I would have just been like, no. And yeah, right. I think I would have just not heard it. But I wouldn't have done that. So I'm now, now that you're putting it in real terms... I would not have done that. I would have taken one of your other friends aside and I would have said, I just found this. I don't want to tell Amanda, but we just, I need a second opinion on this because, and then, and then I, would you have told me? No. What, what's more humiliating for the bride? Calling off the wedding beforehand or, or, you know, two months later or something getting divorced or because he finds out he was cheating the entire time. Like, what's more humiliating? Because you're putting her in control if you tell her. You're going, you have this information. Otherwise, she's just the pawn in, like, this whole thing that he's doing. I think if I were the bride, I would... Oh, it's so horrible. I don't think I have... I feel like... I'm trying to think about it for myself. Like, I feel like if I had, like, this religious feeling toward marriage, that I'd be like, you should have told me right before I did this. Right, right. Whereas, like, a couple days later, if someone was like, by the way, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? And then we were out there doing that. Like, I would be like, I wouldn't care that much that you didn't tell me. So you would want, for your own wedding, you would want someone to wait I feel like I wouldn't carry their way. It's like if someone told me, (laughs) it's like if someone told me right before, I'd be like, God damn it. And then I'd go out there and I'd not get married. And then if somebody told me two days later, I wouldn't be like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. I'd be like, what? And and she stood up there and said all that to me. You know what? I'm rescinding everything I've said. Because now that you say that, I think that I wouldn't tell at all and like you said amanda after they got back from their honeymoon i'd talk to daryl and i'd go you either not you tell not you tell her or i will because that's not my place like that's you know it's stop this 
Or like, or I'm going to tell, wow, so you think like she doesn't need to know at all about the infidelity. Well, that's another, that's a big moral question as well as is <laughs> not telling. I mean, what's the point of telling someone if the person that's made the mistake or whatever is not, is changed, is going, I will, I made a huge mistake. I will never do that. What's the point of telling the person? Well, they could be lying because right. they're a liar. Right. <laughs> so what do you guys think about like infidelity in general like i think that, it's or- cool <laughs> yeah it's, it's fun a it's sneaky <laughs> throw out some infidelity words <laughs> but like is that a deal breaker for you guys yeah as far like i as far as being in a relationship with the people you are now yeah yeah because you lose all you lose all trust and i don't think you can get you can get past it to an extent. It might be, I, I don't know, but maybe later in life it might be easier to get past. Like when you're both in like your 50s or something like that. And, you know, I think that might be more of a discussion time of like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened here? Where did we, you know. But at, you know, when you're younger and you're in a, you know, just starting out in a relationship or you're, you know, it's just weird. It's like, no, no, no. Mm. Can't lose trust like that that's crazy yeah i feel like people that just like i feel like it's a deal breaker for me because i feel like people that operate in the space of i get to do these things and then i also get your forgiveness and Mm -hmm. then i also get this and i get the every version of what i want because i'm sorry right i don't like that yeah i think if it for me like thinking about my current relationship if that happened it would be so crazy that i would almost be like wow you had like a true mental break (laughs) you know so i might actually it's so beyond anything i could ever imagine that i for at this point you know that i think i could almost be like like it would be like i don't know but why tell you that that's why why would the guy if, if we're talking about Matt, why would he come to you and tell you? See, I would in that case, I would want to know because it's 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 always a symptom of some problem, and if you don't know, you can't deal with the problem. That's why. That's the right. thing. Instead of cheating, people should like when they're when if they are feeling the slightest bit of anything for like anyone else or whatever, they should come to the person they love and be like, "Hey, I think this isn't working with us." To work out like. John Mayer said this thing once, and oh. I know to quote to quote the, to quote the guy. Um, he said, "I'd rather have a girl um, like with her with her hands on a guy's zipper with me on the phone going, we're breaking up. I'm sorry, than to hear about it later. Yeah. Like yeah. he'd rather he he. It's like I believe there's two sides to like cheating is not just." Like, if people that cheat isn't just like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want. I think there's a lot of factors that go into cheating and a lot of, like, people that are, um, like, ignored or, like, I think a lot of things go yeah, into sometimes that. sometimes you can empathize a little bit, you know. It's, yeah. never, it's obviously wrong, but sometimes yeah, you can absolutely. have sympathy or empathy for a cheater. But also sometimes it's just, like, people's lifestyles that kind of 
Mm-hmm. Help it to happen, like if you're real partiers or something. Yeah. You know, you're at the club, you're drunk. I couldn't deal know. with you're the guilt. Grinding. I could not. Yeah. Deal. You're grinding at the club. Craig, my boyfriend is is always not is always every day. <laughs> Don't cheat club? on me today. No, um, but but he's like, you'll never cheat. Like we'll have discussions and stuff, and I'll be like, you don't understand the guilt that I would feel would cause me right. such. Like, I wouldn't be able to function. That's how I feel. Yeah. Apparently, did you watch Friday Night Lights? Mm-mm. I did. You did? Uh-huh. I didn't watch all of it, but apparently that was, like, the Connie Britton and what's his Kyle Kyle Chandler Kyle, that their relationship was like we're going to write a couple that doesn't like when it's hard when it's rough they don't go fuck other people right. it's like they fight and they get that's, in it and, yes. they, and that's what I have and I think I know like Amanda and I have similar relationships but it is very like vocal of like you're bo- I don't know with you and yes. Tig but like this is what you're doing that's bothering me and get it out that's and get it out and then because if you're fighting with someone you're invested it's when yeah, you're right. in a cold war where i yeah. think infidelity can happen absolutely it's when you're going he it's when you're thinking to yourself he or she is doing this and it's not getting it out you're creating a whole scenario in your head that might not even be happening but that's what's because so many people i know that have sort of had thoughts or cheated or broke up or whatever it is that like we never fought oh and i just oh, didn't know no. how to get out of it yeah but then with tig where we fight and i'm like i'll tell myself i'm like this is healthy yeah, i know like, as you're sobbing <laughs> I think it is. Communication is so hard. Like, I'm not great at it, and it really takes a toll. But I'm you have horrible. to communicate. What is your guys' like, dynamic in terms of fighting? Just big fight. Big <laughs> but, like, <laughs> call the neighbor, the neighbor, everybody screw. Like, you're both equally. Um, like, is it, anybody passive aggressive or quiet, or um, is it all just. We're mostly. All out? It's mostly like a blowout. However, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, like, one person is being kind of high and mighty, so they're just kind of listening, like, uh-huh, okay, yeah. well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, God. Like, sometimes if a fight is starting, I'll kind of decide for myself, like, I'm not going to engage, yeah. which I actually think, I think in a lot of ways it's even worse. Yeah, that would probably, because, bo- like, boil my blood. I'd be like, yeah. engage, Amanda. <laughs> but I, I, it's scary when I engage, you know? <laughs> Her eyes roll back. What, it's screaming? It's not usually... No, we're a lot better. We used to get into worse fights, but now we're, like, a lot... We're a lot better. So there's a lot more, like, the correct kind of communication going on, you know? And, like, we've worked through... You know, we've been together, like, God, almost seven years. So we've worked through a lot of, like... We understand each other's triggers. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh, okay, I see. Like, oh, I triggered Amanda again. Whoops. <laughs> and then right. for me, I'm like, oh yeah, like that's not Matt's fault. It's you know, I have to own my own emotion. Yeah. So that's the thing with yeah. th- what I've realized in dating Craig the last two and a half years is that what I get upset about isn't what he's doing. It's how I'm. It's it's my own thing where I'm going. He's he's meaning this when he says this. He's and it's like no, he's not. That's you putting it on there. You're putting all of this pressure on like things he's saying and giving them this context that it doesn't. Where he's going, what? What are you talking about? And I'm going, I know what you meant by that. And he's going, what are you talking about? You know, right? So yeah. it's I I've absolutely had to think more um, about myself of like why does that bother me? Why does what he say? Yeah, like what? Where does this come from? It all comes from your childhood somewhere yeah. along the line. 
Yeah. How about you and Tig? What's yeah. your what's your fighting dynamic? I think similar in that it's definitely we're both in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it does have a little bit of like, cause she, I feel like early on I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Like <laughs> she fights in the, not in the way of like, she'll be like, huh? Oh no. Interesting. <laughs> oh no. That's interesting. Good to know. <laughs> oh oh no. Like she's really logging it. You're like, in a fight, <laughs> so in a fight, the last thing I want is for someone to really hear me. I'm like, <laughs> Well, because it doesn't nonsense. feel truthful. It doesn't feel truthful to me. If Craig is like, okay, I'm like, oh, give me a break. There is no way yeah. you actually heard what I said. It's, for me, it's more like I'm just talking crazy. Like, please don't hear me. <laughs> you want someone to shut off. I want someone to be like, she's just upset. Let her spew her yeah. venom. <laughs> well, that's what I said to Tig. I was like, when I get like that, you have to think that I'm a porcupine and you have to hug me. Oh, and so that's and like it and you know I'm like it's very hard but you have to like in that moment but you're telling her to get hurt you're going come in hug me no, and I'm I'll going like you. I get that like it's like aggressive but the yeah. vibe is like you can't come back at me mm. but that but yeah. then we we alternate in that dynamic because then I started to be like alright I don't care wow yeah okay. It's it's hard. it's a fine line, but I think it, the the like having a fight is is good. Like that's good. It's like the recovery that I've realized is what actually makes for a healthy relationship. Yeah. If after a fight, however your fights go, if you're able to like at some point that day, like yeah. be like okay, okay, like we're not gonna like hate each other yeah hate each other and like ruin the whole weekend like one day might be a waste it's hard to recover from a fight with like your lover but yeah that is that is what it's about it's like craig and i will get in a fight and then you know an hour later he'll come in and be like hey do you want to grab dinner like nothing happened and that's like i think that's what it's all about it's just like if we didn't love each other then that would be like impossible you'd be out the door Uh, matt and i used to joke that like we we our relationship we've like we love each other so much that like we're looking too much at the other person like it would probably be kind of healthy if like someone had a crush on someone else (laughs) because then you'd like let the person off the hook a little bit oh no you'd keep doing what you're doing amanda this girl over here is doing just fine but we're so (laughs) interested and sensitive to each other because we're like all about each other well it's like tig and i kind of had this joke or have this joke where it's like after a fight or something where you say I love you and it's like I love you. Like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> you take like this like really deep breath where you're like I'm in this for life. Yeah. <laughs> and you are. You, you are. are. And you're like glad to be. I'd rather be mad and engaged in in this like passionate way then then to to be in a relationship where the things the other person was was doing i was very apathetic to where it's yeah. like yeah oh whatever. yeah whatever uh yeah i guess it's just you know because i've been in those relationships and it's that's not what makes it continue on that yes. just makes you that just if you're not feeling anything because you're going, oh, well, whatever. I'm going to go do this. You go do that. Yeah. And then an affair is so helpful because you're right. like, I had this. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't know. All right. <laughs> yeah. <well>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrifying. So the idea of an affair is so destructive. No, people should just 
close their eyes. Once you're married, your eyes should be taken out. <laughs> no, you need those horse blinders. <laughs> you can only see what's ahead of you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So getting back to the, so getting back to the, what, let's do a, let's do a final circle of what each one of us would do. Would, I know we got a little bit off track, but no, but it's good. It's good to discuss, um, Love. Right, so let's let's go around, and it's basically you're saying yes, I would tell her before the wedding, an hour before the wedding, or no, I would not tell her before the wedding, and and then it's up to you. Would you tell her after, or right. how long after? Um, I guess I'll start. So, <laughs> I, Amanda, I. <laughs> oh no i'm like trying to i just was a maid of honor and my her eyes are closed just so all of you guys know and her hands are out like they're they're grasping <laughs> <Yeah>. for something <laughs> i was just a maid of honor in one of my best friend's weddings i um i would not i would not tell the bride an hour before the wedding would you ever tell the bride <clears throat> yes i would i think that's important and i would tell her when i think um even honestly, even the next day, I would pull her aside and tell her, but I would allow her to go through with the wedding. What about him? You wouldn't tell Daryl anything or you wouldn't? I might before I tell the bride, go up to Daryl and say, hey, I found your little email, Daryl. <laughs> you gotta be like more. A little minx. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah anyway, have a beautiful wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I the wouldn't. chicken was delicious. <laughs> no, I wouldn't tell Daryl before the wedding. No, I would let them go through the wedding i let them enjoy their time i would have a horrible time at the wedding and i would not let myself hopefully would not get too drunk because i'd be afraid <laughs> if i drink. i have something to say everybody oh but i would have to pretend i got a stomach flu as to not give a maid of honor speech because i wouldn't be able to oh, do that yeah. so the wedding for wow. me would be terrible I think I would excuse myself. And the next day when she's like, Amanda, you were kind of a brat at my wedding. I'd go, well, listen to this. <laughs> wow. The day after well, you tell her, that's that crazy to me. I, I, I just think for it's a hard decision. And I would at least uh, understand. And you know what? I might hide. I'd let them go through with the wedding, but I might hide the court documents, the marriage license, so they couldn't actually sign it. You'd hide them. I'd hide them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? So they'd be looking for them? I'd hide yeah. the cake. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like the Grinch. I'd hide the priest. I'd hide their chairs where they sat at the table. Yeah. <laughs> Where's our chairs? Everything we've gone for is missing. <laughs> I'd hide the champagne. <laughs> the rings. <laughs> it would be. The wedding is ruined. <laughs> but like so legally so they wouldn't have to go through a divorce although you can get an annulment probably at that point but i don't know have they works. signed a prenup because what if she what if she's the money maker in the in the two of them uh, I, and he and you know that if they get a divorce that he's going to be going after her millions 
I think that it takes, a, I think you can get an annulment at, you know, I think, um, I don't know how long it takes after being married for that to go in. I don't know anything about prenups. I, I didn't get one. <laughs> I didn't ask for one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask for one. So, um, but yeah, my choice and I don't know right or wrong. I would, I would not be able to tell well, my best friend. Stephanie? I would not tell them and then I would tell them after their honeymoon. Mm. What if their honeymoon was a year later? Well, then I'd tell them after the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. What would you say to her? I feel like I would be very honest where I would say, an hour before you got wed, or an hour before you got married, I found this email and I didn't know what to do and then I didn't want to ruin it and then... Yeah. I waited. Yeah. I think me, Maria, a day after the wedding would be so blindsiding to the the friend of mine that I feel that would be even more because then it would be like she would be on such this high of like I just got married mm. that I couldn't do that. So, yeah, I think either after the honeymoon, I'd maybe... I guess I would, after the honeymoon, tell her I was thinking maybe I'd talk to Daryl, but... <laughs> God, it's so hard. I don't know. So you wouldn't... Uh, the, the question is, though, would you tell her before the wedding? So Now that we've no. talked, I'd say no. I'd tell her after the honeymoon. And I might not... Here's what I'd do. If they seem to be doing great after the honeymoon, legitimately... I'd wait until I'd see I'd I'd see what was going on and if there seemed to be some troubles if if I saw him acting a certain way if I then I might bring it up but I wow, don't Wow, you're going to sit on that wait till they have a baby No if they're having a I'd ask her I'd say are you guys thinking of having a baby soon <laughs> What if the woman that he had the affair with was at the wedding <gasps> Would you confront her Yeah would you go up to her no. <laughs> the, the right nope. choice, I think, is no. No. See, I feel like I might go up to her. <gasps> but then why not go up to Daryl? Because I wouldn't say anything to her. I'd be like, so what? How do you know Daryl? Yeah, what are you up to? Oh, we're just, we, we work together at the law firm. Oh, okay. And so he invited you to his wedding? Oh, yeah. We're very close. I love the two of them. Oh, Him and Caitlin. Oh, you're close to Caitlin, too? Caitlin's so sweet. She's so sweet. I, I buy a lot of her stuff that she sells on Etsy, her crocheted hats. Listen. hmm I know what's going on here. I don't know what you're talking about. I know you don't. I know you know. You're going to say you don't know. I know you know. Okay? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I don't know this... F- fucking nerd just came up to me and started talking to me what <laughs> that's interesting i don't know uh, that's really interesting what are you getting at what's your problem uh, well i gotta go cut the cake <laughs> <laughs> are you guys having fun i'm having a great time mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm having a great time oh wow. god I, I'm curious the type of personality who would tell the bride. Maybe it's different if you've been through a divorce or something. Yeah. You might have a different perspective. I honestly would just have to feel it would depend on the friend. It would depend. It would, there would be so many things that depended on. But that's what's so interesting is like, so the three of us wouldn't. 
that it's like, yeah, who is the per? What is the? Would. Yeah, like what is the person that's like? Listen, uh, maybe someone <laughs> yeah. who like hasn't been involved in a wedding and like isn't as empathetic to what. That's it the takes. thing. You two have have been in a wedding. I mean, like have been the the brides in a wedding. I don't know that feeling of of. I can only relate it to maybe it's like the opening of a show. Oh God! What? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Like a production, just some a musical production, <laughs> where you have a solo. Yeah, <laughs> where you have a solo, and you're nervous. Your family's in the audience. I've never been more nervous than on my wedding day. Really? I don't ever get nervous in like shooting things or doing. And I feel like I'm never nervous. And what then on that nervous? day, I was like shocked what by my like vibe right i just was like oh god this like ha- the timing of this and you can't redo yes. it and it's like yeah okay and then that's gonna happen and then when and then like just the whole day leading up to it i couldn't i couldn't not think about my vows and not think about yeah, yeah. i couldn't stop thinking about it where it, like I've had like certain things like where I'm like I gotta learn my lines, but I also am like I don't care. Right? No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know it really is because you're also just being so vulnerable in front of like aunts and uncles who like don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> no one makes me nor- more nervous than my aunts and uncles, and like his aunts and uncles or her right. aunts and uncles. Right? Like, like it's just this like crazy group. Yeah. And you're worried about, like, everyone's comfort and if, are people going to make it? I guess the big question <laughs> to ask is, what would be the reason for telling her? Just the, so that she wouldn't go through with the wedding, why? Why would you not want her to go through it? Because she wouldn't be, emba- so she wouldn't be embarrassed? Well, well that's the yeah. thing is, like, I feel like a, normally in life I have a very intense sense of justice. Yeah. But in that situation, I'm like, uh, have a great time, have a great wedding, have a great honeymoon, <laughs> and then we'll deal with it. Whereas, yeah. like, I feel like if I was the person that would do it, and maybe I'm wrong, but is somebody that's, like, evil, where you're like, weddings i don't want to be happy and i i get to bring her down to my level and it would be a different situation if it was two days before the wedding if it was one day even before the wedding you think that you'd say it then i might yeah because you can just say hey don't bother showing up i mean the guests are there (laughs) okay the guests are that's true that's very true you know i wasn't thinking about the one hour thing i was i wasn't taking that into account as much and you're right one hour is very much let him go through with I it. I mean, she's in her wedding dress. You guys are honestly probably in the middle of doing photos. She dug her own grave by well, picking the guy. Is, like my mom, a really good friend of my mom, she went to a wedding and they were all sitting there and it was like, wow, this is taking a while. And the groom didn't show up. Oh my God. And about an hour later, someone just from the family came out and said, there's not gonna be a wedding today. See, oh. that would be, I would love to be that. Person. Yeah. And then they were like, feel free to dance. Eat oh, yeah. all the food, have the cake. That's my jam right there. And it there. was like just a party. Wow. And then a year later, those two got married again. <gasps> and all Did of, they have a wedding Yeah, again? they had a wedding. Oh, see, that, uh, that's Did they crazy. have another registry? Because <laughs> no, that bothers me. Registry, have- <laughs> registry politics bothers no, me. they would have to return <laughs> those gifts. Absolutely, they have to return their Well, did they, gifts. though? That's the thing. I don't know. That's the thing. Wow. But then forever, I mean, they were, they're still married. It's like everybody went to two weddings. Wow. Right. That's humiliating. Yeah. That's like, and then they had kids. It's I, like, 
Oh, the forgotten wedding. <laughs> but yeah. he just didn't show up, so that happened. Wow. But listen, if you tell, if you found out a day before you tell the bride, she can do one of those things where she invites all homeless people to come and eat the food. What? One of those things. <laughs> one of those things. I'm sorry, if you guys look at BuzzFeed? No. Sometimes brides, if they call off the wedding or something bad happens to their fiancé, they invite a bunch of street people. <laughs> To come and enjoy the hors d'oeuvres. Oh, do you think homeless people are waiting for those invitations? Like, <laughs> I don't know, last week. week. <laughs> last week, we got one of those called off wedding invites. There's a website, too, and I don't know the name of it, but like called off, you know, like brides where you can get their dresses. Oh, yeah. Those aren't cursed at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're very inexpensive. I believe it. <laughs> Well, I got some candles if anyone wants to buy them. Half-burned candles. Oh, God. I'll give you 40. Uh, No, I have about 100. I'll give them to one of you guys for $150. Do they smell? Scentless. Ugh. Wait. Sick. From what? From my wedding. (laughs) Did you have them all? They're blessed. They're all blessed with love. We have like hundreds of candles and we burned them, but they're only half-burned. So you can get a whole other wedding out of those bad boys. (laughs) Hey, that's a good... That's a good thing. Nobody would know they were already burning no. yeah, once they're lit. That's true. Especially a wedding that started in the afternoon so that you wouldn't have to light them until halfway through and <laughs> so they wouldn't burn down. It's perfect. So this was a lot of fun. We all said no. And, we all said no. And now it's time um, to move on to the last segment of the podcast, which is a letter from one of our listeners. So, Stephanie, as you know from being such a huge fan of the podcast, listeners can uh, write in to the big ones podcast at gmail.com and give, give just write in a question they may have that they need help with. And so this is uh, one of those questions. Amanda's going to read it right now. It came in. Um, this is hot off the presses. Okay. So this is coming in from um, confused med student from Columbus, Ohio. Dear Big Ones, I have a med student engaged to be married to a wonderful woman. Last weekend, before our Friday night dinner date, my fiancé was getting ready and asked me a question that all my medical training could not have prepared me for. <laughs> Do these genes make me look fat? <laughs> Honestly, they weren't the most flattering, but my sweetie always looks stunning. I dodged the question, pretending I didn't hear her. How do you suggest I handle this question if and when she asks again? <laughs> if and when. Love, confused med student. Wow. Stephanie, do you have a... Okay. I don't... I feel very black and white in this area. Mm. Wow. Where I feel like if someone's fat, they're fat. And if they're not, they're not. And if mm. I said to Tig, like, do I look fat in these? And she was like, yeah, you kind of do. <gasps> I would be like, I'm not wearing these then. Wow. But do you think, but you do believe certain clothes make people look fat? I think like, I think there's like, if you're going, do I look fat in these? You probably do. Yes. And like, if, if, and I wouldn't be offended if I was asking the question, I wouldn't be trying to get a false answer to make Mm, myself feel better. That's right. If you're asking it, you already know. That's the it's truth. like it's sort of this weird zone of like I know I'm fat, but don't you dare say I am. <laughs> Whereas like if Tig, like even if I didn't ask, and Tig was like, I kind of feel like you're looking bigger, which she would never do. I would be like, really? Yeah, I guess. I wonder if I am. <laughs> like I would be so like scientific about it. No, wow. that's. I think that's a perfectly. <clears throat> I think. It's hard in this situation because the, they're getting ready to go out. 
she i don't know what kind of girl she is is the thing now this is a girl that may just be asking so that she can get a compliment but then you wouldn't ask if i like wouldn't you be like what do you think okay yeah I think I think I, if you put something on and it's not very flattering and you ask someone, if you ask if I asked Craig, hey, does this like make me look big right here? And he was like, yeah, do what about that like other thing you have? I wouldn't take offense to that at all because he's not saying you're fat. He's saying the thing that you're wearing is is making you not look the, the best that you can look that mm. he that it's just not a very flattering thing. Yeah. Uh, For me, I know personally, if I'm in the headspace where I'm asking, I'm not asking, do you like this outfit? I'm not asking, hey, is this shirt folding weird? And does it, is it inappropriate? (laughs) Is it inappropriate? (laughs) I'm asking, do I look fat? So to me, that comes from, I'm, I am drowning emotionally. So to me, the answer is always no. No. If someone is asking you, do I look fat? It means they are, are feeling fat. She's not saying that, though. She's saying, do these jeans make me look, look fat? She's then, not saying, do I look fat? I think the correct answer is always no. But see, no. here's the thing. So many people feel that way. And I know they feel that way. But I feel like I have fluctuated in my weight drastically. And I think sometimes it's like, yeah. Like when the times where I'm like, peaked at w- my weight where i'm like jesus christ i've been eating so <laughs> fucking much and the scale is revealing this i would i still feel thin mm. i'm like but i have all this fat on me that i gotta That's get a off good thing though for your significant wow. if you go do i look fat your significant other goes why don't you step on the scale and see for yourself like i like the i enjoy the like science of weight it's like it's like if you're like if you're if you got really fat it's like how do you lose it wow you're a unicorn though (laughs) i agree with her though i don't mind if 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 my significant other said that if i said not do i look fat in these jeans or do these jeans make me look fat but like am i looking like bigger and he said he said you've gained a couple pounds it would propel me i wouldn't be like oh my god it would propel me to go work out and like do right, stuff because if you're not feeling great about yourself that's your own thing yeah. where you're like having an emotional crisis and i felt that way where i'm like oh my god i got to get on this but it with your significant other they don't care it's like they want they think you're so it's you're still sexy if you're yeah, bigger yeah cuz you have big boobs yeah, it all. <laughs> also, my yes. weight, my weight doesn't fluctuate in a way where where it's like I'll be one way like for a little bit and then another way. It's like if I'm Amanda knew me when I was at my heaviest. Uh, you should see my passport picture, which I can't find anymore. But um, I take up the whole photo. Wait, my, but you don't. What do you mean you don't fluctuate? Uh, I gained the freshman thirty in. <laughs> And I was only eating grilled cheese and um, milkshakes. And my dad, one time I was reaching for cookies in the pantry, my dad said, don't eat those cookies. He stopped me and took them away. (laughs) It was a dark time. Anyway, so, but on the regularly, I don't, 
I kind of always stayed the same, which is very, very lucky. But if I was someone that felt bloated some days or like, you know, like really looked at myself and saw myself changing kind of day to day, it would affect me more for sure. If I was like, do I look fat today? Because it would that would be very emotional for me because I wouldn't. But if I'm starting to look a little bigger and, you know, my significant other says that to me, like I take that as like, okay, then I need to get on this. You're not offended. Hell no. (laughs) Don't you dare. I'm serious. At most, if I say, do you think I'm looking a little chubs? And and my significant other says, like, you're the most he can say is you're beautiful (laughs) all the time, no matter what. All of you is beautiful, even those extra pounds. Yeah. (laughs) And that's code. That's nice code. So you like a little you like the flower language, which is fine. Any criticism to be extremely sugar coated. Maria knows this. When we used to live together, I would bite my nails and she used to say, Amanda, stop biting your nails. And I'd go, that's hurting my feelings. (laughs) So we came up with something where I would if she caught me biting my nails, she'd have to like start rubbing my back. Yeah, like a little massage. I have to give her a little massage to to tell her she's doing something wrong, but I'm rewarding you. Okay, so she'd smile at me and pat my back. And then when you feel that you're like Ah, oh, I gotta stop by. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice. Same thing with. So I also chew with my <laughs> mouth open. So now Matt used to say, "Like, hey, honey, you're chewing with your mouth open." I go, "Oh," and then now he just he rubs, he smiles at me and rubs my. She's back. creating bad habits just so she can get a back massage from people. Okay, but wait, what if Matt was like drastically and rapidly gaining weight? <laughs> <laughs> And he kept like eating full pizzas and going to fast food. And he was like, do I look fat in these sweats? Honestly, if that happened to Matt, who like sometimes can eat whatever he can eat, whatever he wants. And he still has like like the most sinewy, like ripped body Uh I've ever seen. I would think he had some sort of like pituitary gland issue. And I would call 911. (laughs) That wouldn't be humiliating at all. Why is the why is the fire trucks here? Well, I told him you were gaining a little weight. But let's say he put on like as he is now, like a really unflattering outfit that like bulged in all the weird areas and he was like, Do I look okay in this? No, I would be honest with him, but he can handle it. That right. There's been times when I've asked him, Hey, do you think these shoes are too much? And he'd go, Yeah, I would maybe wear the other ones and I go, Ugh But then <laughs> But I he's changed. really looking out for you in a way because it's going like he doesn't want you going out into the world looking like a freak. No, I know. I, I do appreciate <laughs> it, but I just think there's if someone is at the point of asking you, Do these jeans make me look fat? I think that there is a way to kind of uh, that person is like asking you, like, are you attracted to me? <laughs> And maybe some people like Stephanie seems to really be asking straightforward. If, like, well, that's the thing is like I would never use that as a way of asking, are you attracted to me? Right. I think I'd go, are you attracted to me? <laughs> that's are the thing. If I was like saying, me? do these jeans make me look fat? And he said, they're they're unflattering on you. I, I would go, Ugh, but not because I was mad that he said that. I'd be mad that I had to go change pants. Well, it's actually an insane question because actually if I put on pants where I looked in the mirror and I was like, yikes yeah these make me look fat i wouldn't turn to someone and go do these make me look fat right. i'd be like i'm not wearing these i don't exactly. need to bring right. someone you else already know this. the answer to it if you have to ask i would say if you know that your person has like a history of like body dysmorphia <laughs> <laughs> say no <laughs> 
otherwise, go That's ahead and say, I no, you look great, but you know what pants I really love? Those slimming, skinny, black <laughs> stripes. Those slimming, skinny ones that make no. you look like you don't have no, that. No, you don't look fat at all, but you know what pants I like are those slimming black yeah. ones? <laughs> you know what I think it comes down to? Know your significant other. Know what they like to hear, what they don't like to hear. And Amanda likes a, a nice sugar coat. Me and Stephanie will take it raw, raw dog. <laughs> and um, I mean, I'm I'm so bold as to go like Craig will put on shoes and I'll be like, oh, I hate those shoes. Right. right. And it's like and I can't I need to get that out. Like if I don't say that, then I boil inside. Right. But if right, right, right. But I, I also I'm the same exact way, but I also need a lot of compliments. Mm. I need it like balanced out. Yes. Yes. So it's like, yeah. Also, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Steph. Did you? Well, that's all. <laughs> I was going to say, me. <laughs> you're beautiful. Thank you. If you're heading out for a dinner reservation, it's like, do you want to make your reservation? Because if you tell her, you're, yeah, those pants aren't great on you, you're probably going to miss your reservation because she's going to have to go back to the drawing board. But is it that kind of restaurant if she's wearing jeans? Black, Does she need yeah, to eat? She, she might. Yeah. Have. If they're black jeans, they're slimming. She might have. I don't know. Maybe she's got jeans, heels, and like you know, a long shirt that goes. Oh past God! Your scratch. You know what I'm talking about? I've seen girls in it. Yeah, I've seen a lot. I know of what them. girls wear. But I think like I've seen people that are very big look amazing. Oh yeah. And then you see somebody very thin in something where you're like, yikes! That's you got to dress for your body. Like it doesn't. I don't think it. Ma- I don't think it really has to do with weight. Yeah, I think that's fair. But to be safe, I tell this guy just to just to be positive. Unless they're horrendous, just say you look great. You know what? Maybe ask her the same thing with his jeans. See what she says. Interesting. Oh, you know what I say? This is actually the best solution. Say you look beautiful a hundred percent, and then hide the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah thing of like when you're in a relationship where she's like everyone gets to go pick one item of the other per- out of the other person's closet oh, yeah. and throw it out. How many and times no during a relationship? How many times during a relationship? I don't know, but I I think you start with you just each pick one item and you throw it out and then you don't I have know any what, hard feelings. I know what Craig would throw out of mine because he'd ask me to throw it out. What is it? My green my green stretchy pants. Uh, they're <sighs> just like workout pants, or whatever. But he hates he loathes them why he hate he just hates how they look and his yellow shoes that he has i hate like i loathe <laughs> like we both have like certain things where it's just like oh yeah yeah we both continue to wear them so what does that say maybe you should let each other throw them out well i've said i was gonna throw mine out and i still have them <laughs> and you like them a lot it's not that i they're just around sometimes i gotta I gotta go do something. I'll put them on. You wear them over to my house sometimes. Yeah. Are they as... I mean, they're I not... they're flattering. They're just like, like, you know, athleisure. Forest mm-hmm. green stretchy capris. Hear that, Craig? Forest green stretchy, stretchy capris. capris. They sound nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think, you know, that's been the big ones. And hopefully you guys got some answers. So but at oh. the end... Can I please? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Well, I didn't know if you were going to wrap it up with like a final thing. I was beforehand going to say, Stephanie, do you have any things to plug? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I guess, um, okay. I'll re-say after you ask her that, then I'll re-say what I was going to say. Yeah, that's what I think. Because then we can end it on like a hard, beautiful. Um, So, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you uh, 
online? I'm on Twitter at Steph Allen. Great. That's so it. cool. Uh, and you got any cool things coming up? I know One Mississippi is streaming on Season Amazon. Season two of One Mississippi is on Amazon and you can watch Dream Corp LLC on Adult Swim on the wow. first season. I haven't of that. seen that yet. Is that is it good? Yeah, I think it's awesome. And it's the first time rotoscoping was used on television. What's that? Which is what, you know, a scanner darkly in waking life <gasps> right, where right, it's right. like animation but you paint over the actors. Oh, that's cool. So you act regularly and then they go over it? It's half and half. So I'm as myself and then half rotoscoped. Wow. It's really mm. cool. That's very cool. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for being here. Guys, thanks for having me. I yeah. Hope, I hope you all got some good good <laughs> advice here today. Amanda's closing her eyes again. <laughs> she's but praying. you know? Yeah. She's, <laughs> we answered some of the big prayer. ones today, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to decide for yourself. Wow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.